The Cleveland Indians make a strong statement against exploitation of Native Americans. Ohio Governor Mike DeWine's metric for lifting coronavirus orders takes a turn for the worse. And the most egregious parts of the corrupt House Bill 6 are officially dead. It's the wake-up morning news briefing from Cleveland.com and The Plain Dealer for Thursday, April the 1st. I'm the editor, Chris Quinn. The Cleveland Indians this season are making perhaps their strongest denunciation of the exploitation of Native Americans by prohibiting entry into the ballpark of anyone who paints their faces in Native American fashion or wears headdresses. The progressive field no-tolerance policy also involves abusive or inappropriate language or conduct deemed disorderly or disruptive, and that includes inappropriate dress. The team says fans could be ejected or refused admission. The policy does not extend to the Chief Wahoo logo on a tire, even though the Indians have stopped using the logo and plan to change the team name as early as next season. Every opening day in Cleveland, protesters were out in force about the use of the Chief Wahoo logo and the Indians' name. We're going to see top 20 prospects in Cleveland for the NFL draft next month, and 3,000 vaccinated guests will be front and center to watch the action. More details of the draft emerged Wednesday. We'll see a red carpet area outside the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, and the Great Lakes Science Center will be where newly drafted players are interviewed by the media. In addition to the top 20 prospects being in Cleveland, another 40 to 50 will be featured virtually from their homes or universities. Construction of the stage starts next week. Details on how to get tickets will be announced soon through the NFL OnePass app. The metric that Ohio Governor Mike DeWine is using to decide when to lift his coronavirus orders will get worse today, not better, according to uncannily accurate projections by our data guru, Rich Exner. Instead of working closer to the governor's stated goal of 50 cases per 100,000 residents over a two-week period, Cleveland.com projects it will be close to 166.7. That's up from 146.9 last week and 100. 143.8 the previous week. When DeWine announced his promise March 4th to lift his orders once the rate reaches 50 cases per 100,000, the cases had been dropping rapidly from 845 per 100,000 in mid-December. Without fanfare, Ohio Governor Mike DeWine signed legislation Wednesday dismantling the two key parts of the corruption-ridden House Bill 6 that would have taken $2 billion out of the pockets of Ohioans and handed the cash to First Energy Corporation and a former subsidiary with no strings attached. With DeWine's signature, the legislation takes effect in 90 days, and it means refunds to Ohioans for money that House Bill 6 already already took out of our pockets and handed to First Energy more than $100 million. The new law rescinds a $1 billion-plus financial bailout of two Northern Ohio nuclear plants that had been owned by First Energy. It also repeals a decoupling provision that allows First Energy Corporation to collect high amounts of money from customers without justification. Decoupling was what First Energy got after spending more than $60 million that was used 
in the state's biggest bribery scheme ever to get House Bill 6 passed, it took the legislature more than nine months to repeal the corrupt bill upon learning it was forged in bribery. More than 400 people received an email Wednesday morning announcing that Frank Jackson had announced he would seek a fifth term as mayor of Cleveland. But the announcement did not come from Jackson, and it was wrong. Norm Edwards, president of the Black Contractors Group, sent the email to politicians, business leaders, the media, and others. But Jackson told our reporter Bob Higgs that he has not announced any decision. And when Jackson does announce his intentions, he said it will be to the people of Cleveland. Edwards tried to double down, claiming that Jackson had told him he planned to run again, but Jackson said Edwards misunderstood. Jackson has not raised any money for a run, and four years ago, when Jackson ran for his fourth term, he made his re-election announcement in January. Thanks for listening to The Wake Up from Cleveland.com and The Plain Dealer.